0: Hello there, I'm Brad Walsher, your host of the Empowerography podcast. Today, my guest is Carly Saggy. She is an actor, photographer, social media aficionado, and a dabbler in everything creative. How are you doing today, Carly?
1: I'm doing well. Thank you, Brad. I'm absolutely thrilled and honored to be on this podcast with a roster of such empowering, strong and brilliant women. So thanks for
0: having me. Oh, it's my pleasure, my honor. Thank you for taking the time to be here today and share a bit about your story and your journey with us here on the Empowerography podcast. I appreciate you and I appreciate you taking the time. Can't so, wait. as I mentioned, all of the labels mentioned above, actor, photographer, social media, aficionado, a dabbler in everything creative. You are also known as Carly Cosmos. How did that name come about for you?
1: <laughs> yes, that's me. So quite a story. A few years ago, I was actually asked to speak at an event about social media and I had such imposter syndrome. I didn't feel like, you know, I had enough knowledge to share. I didn't feel good enough, worthy enough to share my insight. And so like that self-doubt and my inner saboteur really took over. So I started to think like, who am I to be speaking at this event? Oh my gosh, who am I to deserve this opportunity? And then I started reframing my thinking like, okay, well then who am I, if not someone worthy of this opportunity? Mm. So I've never really resonated with my last name. It's not the most flattering. So it didn't make me feel entirely, you know, powerful. So I decided to kind of create a character name. Who did I want to be and who would be worthy enough to speak at this event? So I believe that not only are we in the universe, but the universe is in us. So everything we'll ever need to know is within us. We just need to unleash it. Like, hello, humans are made of stardust. How magical is that? So I thought, wow, yes, that's it. The cosmos, also known as the universe, Carly Cosmos, that person sounds like they're empowered and strong. So (sighs) I kind of decided (laughs) that would be me, you know, moving forward, strong, bold with the universe inside myself, ready to just unleash it. So I kind of like tried the name on and it felt like me. So it stuck. I think of it like my alter ego or my inner child. Like I can be playful, kind of fearless and do anything I want. So I use this tool. It's kind of like a transition or segue to like explore myself, push my limits in photography and my creativity. So creating Carly Cosmos made me feel, I guess, unstoppable. And now I try to apply her, her fearless qualities to my everyday life beyond just the digital space, the Instagram world, and photography. And oh yeah, it's Cosmos with a K because my my name starts with a K, so had to awesome. make it a little fun.
0: <laughs> of course, I love that. I love that reasoning behind it. I think it's <laughs> phenomenal. It's great that that also helped you overcome that particular moment and your imposter syndrome and all of that stuff that goes along with it. I think it's brilliant. Well done. Thank you. It's a journey. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So what inspired you to get into the world of digital marketing and social media? How did your journey into that world begin?
1: Well, I was really grateful to have started my career actually working at a radio station called zoomer radio. My Mm -hmm. mom's mom, my wonderful Nana, she introduced me to a radio connection of hers And he gave me a tour of the radio station at Zoomer, shared so much wisdom and knowledge with me about the industry, and his passion was so infectious. So I had like stars in my eyes, like fresh out of film school. I saw people recording commercials, you know, reporting the weather, the hustle and bustle of that media world. And I knew I needed to be a part of it in any way I could. So on the train home, (laughs) I had researched and discovered that they actually had an opening for a receptionist position at Zoomer. And I was like, sure, I'll do anything. I'll take it. And I applied and the rest is history. I really like spent my days learning about the media and entertainment industry, asking radio host questions, listening in on their fascinating stories, staying late to learn from lots of staff that were so gracious enough to teach me everything. <laughs> I had so many questions. It really didn't matter. I just wanted to learn. So I eventually sure. hustled my way. Yeah, thanks. I hustled my way into performing like live on-air spots, radio commercials, and wow. eventually I had the opportunity to become a videographer in their television division. Yeah, I'm very persistent. <laughs> yeah, I was going to
0: say, that's incredible drive and persistence for sure. I love it.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I'm a dreamer for sure. And yeah. then from there, love media, love photography. Also easy to fall into, falling in love with social media, the ability to share my photos, my creative expression, something I'm so passionate about. So I kind of quickly jumped into the world of social media after being scouted on Instagram. And I've had the wonderful opportunity of learning all aspects of the new world as an influencer that works also at a creative agency.
0: Scouted on Instagram even. Wow, look at you.
1: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) pretty cool.
0: What what lights you up the most about working as a director of social media at the Digital Marketing Agency? What do you enjoy the most about Mm. that?
1: Definitely the team I get to work with. They're like really positive, creative, innovative and supportive. And that energy just like, it's kind of forces you to keep going every single day. I've made such lifelong friends at the agency. I'm really grateful for the experiences and hardships I've had to endure over the past three years at this (laughs) job. It's been wild, like working at an agency, Not everyone in social media or clients are, you know, the nicest people. Sometimes there've been abusive clients, narcissistic personalities and toxic, you know, employees and people and just all sorts of personalities to deal with it. Working in this field are really eye opening, kind of, you know, slapped me in the face because entering the working world is so terrifying. I never Uh pictured myself. In the corporate world as a creative through and through i figured oh, i'll just be floating around you know sprinkling confetti dancing through life <laughs> ah, what's a job whatever you yeah. know so when the realization hit that i would in fact need to be a professional human i was like wait what i was wondering <laughs> you know one day someone would realize like i was in fact not good enough for this new world so i was overcompensating putting three thousand percent into everything i did but the more i did the more i feel like there's so much more to be done Uh and how could i ever do it all but anyway going off your question here this past year has really allowed me to like slow down acknowledge my wins over this course of my career thus far accept those failures and just continue to be grateful for the amazing opportunities that have really come my way i
0: love it now You say that you dabble in everything creative. Where did your love for all things creative begin?
1: Oh, since I was really young, I've always had a very vast imagination and desire to create anything, you know, magazine collages, writing poems and songs, making my own clothes from any materials I found in my house. Yes, I was unstoppable. I was like, I just need to get my hands into something, you know, putting on theatrical productions for my family and friends. Anyone who would listen, I would, you know, I would sing to, I would dance for anything. Who will give me attention? So I have always been really completely fueled by creating, that's for sure. Like I said, performing, writing, photography, anything I can kind of, you know, make come to life in art form, I'm so in for. And I've known this since I was really young. I was constantly pulled to create and express myself. And I've always been constantly chasing that high every day. Yeah. I feel like you know that as a photographer yes, too. It's just like sure. that constant love and incredible creative expression.
0: Yeah, 100%. There's nothing like it. It's an incredible feeling too. I mean, I can remember when I sold my first piece and and just sitting back and thinking, wow, this person paid me for something that I created and they're going to be hanging it on their walls. Wow. it's like, Holy shit. It's mind-blowing to me. Mind-blowing. That's incredible. It
1: lives with them forever. Yeah, exactly.
0: Now, are your parents creative? Did you grow up around creativity And art? Was (laughs) was it something that ran in the family or? No,
1: (laughs) not at all, actually, I would have to say, which is funny because like, my aunts are very creative and, and extended family, but my parents, not at all. But both my brothers are actually creative. My older brother is a cinematographer. Oh, and My okay. younger brother is a graphic designer. But my oh. parents, not really. We did grow up around creativity and art, I would say. Like, I spent a lot of time reading books, magazines, watching movies, playing pretend. Really awesome friends with big imaginations where <laughs> we were always creating, you know, doing those productions of um. Spice girl rendition music videos, <laughs> writing letters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything. Like we would write letters to people who didn't even exist and we'd yeah. send them in the mail hoping to get responses. And you know, we're just dreamers, just yeah playing and having fun. And that's always where I go to when I, you know, look for creativity is like, what would the young me with no ego do at this
0: moment? Uh-huh. And
1: how would she play? So definitely not from a creative family, but I've been always passionate about it.
0: Yeah. When did you first start your journey into photography?
1: Ooh, right when I got my hands on that Nikon Coolpix camera <laughs> my dad had. I was completely engulfed in taking photos of everything, you know, my cats, my friends, DIY projects of those magazine collages I would <laughs> create. Mm-hmm. And eventually I started kind of dabbling in self-portrait photography because to me, like taking photos really allowed me to create my own forever memories. I'd get the photos printed, taped them up on my walls, surrounding myself with all of the good memories and fun times. And it was just another way to kind of express myself with no judgment of others and just really like be in my own zone and create from idea to execution my vision.
0: Yeah, I love it. Do you have any formal training as a photographer? Or are you completely mm-hmm. self-taught?
1: I love learning, but I don't love school. (laughs) I'm mostly self-taught. I would say I'm spending hours, you know, trying new things and whatnot, Googling. And, but I did take a course last year for food product photography, but Mm -hmm. it mainly focused on, you know, shoots that required really expensive equipment and a lot of technicalities. And I was like, ah, this isn't really for me. I'm more about the passion and excitement of my own creative vision. So it was a little too structured for me and my style, but always love to learn.
0: Mm -hmm, For sure what type of subject matter do you love shooting the most? Like what's your favorite type of thing to shoot?
1: Definitely. I love self portraits, anything like pink, sparkly, lots of confetti, I love visual (laughs) movements, you know, anything like with, I'm a maximalist, I guess, Um, bursts of color, just something joyful. And like I mentioned before, kind of, I love self-portraits because they give me that complete control. I have a ton of fun posing for the camera, free of any like time constraints or judgments. It's very empowering. Yeah. Like I wanted to try out different poses and outfits, very specific visions in mind, and so making it come to life so much easier to achieve when it's just you, no pressure. Yeah. Crank the music and just kind go. of go for it and yeah. yeah I'm also a perfectionist so that also plays into it a bit too <laughs> I'm not gonna lie
0: yeah <laughs> what would you say is your favorite thing about being a photographer what lights you up the most about it
1: definitely like I mentioned it's empowering I've learned so much about myself through creative expression and photography it's made me more confident and open as a person having that vision and executing it watching it come to life it's just an achievement every time You know, and even having no vision and seeing where creative, um, like expression can take you is such a fun exploration, you know, photography is memories, capturing moments and the now it's just, nothing makes me feel more present than taking photos and being in the zone and just doing it.
0: Yeah. It's a great feeling to get in that creative zone. That's for sure. And when you're in it, that's it. You're completely immersed in it. It feels incredible.
1: Amazing. Yeah.
0: What inspires you to create art? Where do you pull your inspiration from? when creating art
1: such a tough question I feel like this sounds so vague but inspiration can come from anywhere like I saw nerds candy at the dollar store and I had a vision in mind to shoot with the candy like pouring into my mouth and I just knew I had to do that but other times I feel kind of inspired by other creators I see online and just think of ways to make those ideas kind of my own and constantly innovate but yeah that's tough what about for you where do you pull your inspiration from
0: Everything, anything, music, Mm -hmm. architecture, books, Mm. all of it, everywhere. Just it's all around us from people, from other people. Like you said, seeing things that people have put together, like looking around online and finding inspiration from, like you said, taking someone else's idea and putting your own spin on it. Just getting inspired by other artists. Everything. There's so much out there to be inspired by. Totally agreed. Are there any particular artists or photographers that you look up to and admire?
1: Definitely. a Photographer named Matt Crump. Mm-hmm. He's dubbed like the candy colored minimalist. He's got really mm-hmm. like psychedelic colorful photos. They're so mesmerizing. And I think he's just like a true pastel visionary and it's just right up my alley. There's just <laughs> something about his photos that just always manages to inspire me. And it's, it's given me like a great appreciation for the little details and the simplicity and pops of color and, and those kind of joyful explosions of, you know, photos that, mm-hmm. I don't know, that just really inspired me to explore color more and try new things.
0: So you don't like shooting black and white then? I never.
1: No. Yeah, <laughs> color is definitely my thing. But yeah, like pulling inspiration from also, I really love Betsy Johnson, the fashion designer when I was mm-hmm. growing up nothing to do with photography really, but she was just known for her like over the top kind of embellished design and personality. She would do like cartwheels ending in the splits at the end of her fashion shows. I just really (laughs) admire her ability to just just be so completely herself all the time. So she's been a really huge inspiration of just, yeah, since I was young.
0: Very cool. Now let's, let's shift gears into acting. So Mm -hmm. how long have you been involved in the acting world and how did you get involved in that? What sparked your interest? (laughs) Ooh,
1: I think I've been a performer since birth, longing for the spotlight. You came out a performer. (laughs) Came out singing and screaming. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I took singing lessons, I attended theater camp, I was in plays, musicals, and I always felt like acting made me feel like the most alive, like photography. It's an art that pulls me into the present moment with ultimate focus. Growing up I was so inspired by Hilary Duff in the show Lizzie McGuire and I love uh-huh. Cameron Diaz <laughs> in Charlie's Angels. So I've always wanted to be an actor and I, I've always like had really big dreams of just performing and having that exhilaration, you know, making other people laugh, making other people inspired and just like having a real good time doing it.
0: So do you do you prefer um, acting on the stage or in like for TV kind of thing or what, what's your what's your thing?
1: Yeah, growing up, I did musical theater and theater okay. only with no film. And then I went to film school and then I kind of changed ah, okay. my mind and really loved film because I love just the art of the nuance is so beautiful in film and TV uh-huh. But it's so tricky because I feel like I'm very, I'm a super expressive person. Yeah. And sometimes it could just come across like I'm overacting so I'm so enthusiastic <laughs> about everything. But it's really fun to play with different characters and embody those. And I really love just everything about like digging into like our psyche and, and everything about humans. That it's just another avenue for me to kind of fall in love with exploring.
0: And express, express yourself creatively.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There you go. Totally. It's
0: all about creative expression. Now, totally. I read that you're on a self-discovery journey after a big realization, which started last year. Can you talk a bit about your journey and what the realization was that you came to?
1: Definitely. Okay, quite a story here. So in 2020, my cat passed away unexpectedly at the beginning of the year, uh-huh. and then my Sorry. uncle and then my grandpa. Oh, yeah, so it was torture to see life just stripped from the people I love. Mm -hmm. And I thought like, this isn't fair. Like, this isn't what I planned for. Like I'm, I realized how, you know, much control I've always needed in my life. So I was so devastated and left to deal with these inner thoughts and was furious that I couldn't control the outcomes when that's what I wanted was just to control, avoid suffering, run through life, not looking back, not stopping. So when the pandemic hit, it was the first time I think in my entire life that I had slowed down. I was racing around everywhere I went, you know, like achieving goals, checking things off lists, constantly exerting myself more, 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 always, like all the time. So the realization occurred, actually, this is such a strange time for it to, to kind of occur, but I was at a Starbucks and an acquaintance of mine who worked there said to her colleagues like, oh, this is Carly, you have to see your Instagram, it's so cool. And I know this was like completely innocent and really flattering. But in that moment, I thought to myself, is that it? Is that... Like, all I am and all I'll ever be known for is having a nice Instagram. Like, of course, I love photography and resonate with that as a portfolio, but I felt like maybe I was utilizing social media as a tool to kind of project my insecurities online. And I was pretty disturbed picturing my funeral where people would just kind of talk about my social media presence. (laughs) Like, I realized I was just, I know it sounds so extreme, that's just where my brain goes, but I realized that I was just way. Just way off course of where I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. So I felt like my ego just cracked and I really felt reborn. I had never felt like this before. I was like so consumed by what other people thought of me, how everyone perceived me. And I was so obsessed with people pleasing, constant uh-huh. self doubt. And I didn't even realize that. So that was a big awakening because I'd always kind of judged others for like, oh, they're so obsessed with social media, but not yeah. me. I could never be. And I realized like, <laughs> oh, yes, you are, sweetie. Um, so I had been so <laughs> I really was obsessed with that control, but I wasn't in control of my life at all. Surprise. I was letting the opinions of people on social media be my priority and it was slowly consuming me. So the comparison to others was real and constant. I had to like recognize that my fragile ego was so obsessed with like trying to be significant, successful uh-huh. that it led to just major burnout and kind of rebirth so as a perfectionist like i mentioned i was really obsessed with that control yeah and now i'm I'm working on embracing my newfound freedom i actually experienced ocd which i denied all throughout my adult life saying things like i had childhood ocd that went away which yeah. i don't, don't <laughs> think that's a thing <laughs> just you know <laughs> diagnosing myself here and there yeah so i wanted to dismiss it be- because i was just so embarrassed of that aspect of me. Even though I was consumed by it and I still deal with it now, these tendencies just caused me to perform rituals in my head, overthink, overanalyze, push myself to be perfect, even when I feel like I can't go on. I couldn't stop and I also, I didn't really want to stop. So Uh I started meditating and journaling every day, trying to uncover what I really wanted in life. So I've spent the last year figuring out what aspects of social media I love and which pieces are simply just to please my ego. Yeah. And honestly, like I can't express how freeing it feels to like let things go that just don't serve you anymore. that I used to grip so tightly, identify with and care about. So last bit on this, I know this is kind of a large oh, <laughs> story no, here. Okay. But,
0: go, it's okay.
1: All right. During this process, I actually had a dream one night and I don't remember my dreams ever. And I'm not like uh-huh. a big believer in what, what does my dream mean? But yeah. I had this dream where my younger self was forgiving me currently. She was sitting on my bed in my old house in my room and she was looking at me and she was so cute. And I remember saying to her, Wow, I just don't remember you being so cute. (laughs) You know, I like, I really tore myself down. Like, whenever I talk about my young self, I'm like, Oh, she's chubby and sticky. And yeah, like, don't even worry about that. Look at me now. I'm way better now. Mm -hmm. You know, so after deciphering what this dream was about, I recognized like I was so ashamed of my younger self for not being perfect. dealing with OCD and just never being good enough in my own eyes that I always spoke badly about my young self and dismissed anything I did in the past. But like, as I looked at her then during that dream, she was perfect. She told me that she forgave me. She forgave me for not giving her credit for not celebrating her wins or for quieting that playful voice and the voice that said she needed to be cared for. It was like really surreal. And she told me like I was beautiful now and she's proud of me. And this was so vivid to me. It made me realize that these Feelings of never being good enough, always comparing myself to others, they weren't serving me. And I could not and would not go on like this. Like this was kind of the last straw from my ego to crack. So now I'm on a mission to take care of myself, listen to my gut, break free of the shame and patterns from my past that I continue to let happen. So I work with an amazing coach, and she always reminds me that everything that has happened until now has been perfect. And I want to stop shaming myself for the past and the things that. I felt like weren't perfect in the past because we've grown from those people, right? And uh-huh. it's it's such a beautiful thing. It's just really allowed me to discover these pieces of myself that have emerged after such an intensely transformative year in the I'm really grateful for that. But it's yes, amazing. this is just the, only the beginning.
0: That's there Thank you here. go. That's it right there. And we all need to do that self work and, and wake up and realize and apply that self love and self care. And because everything starts from within, everything starts with the root of self and emanates outward. So we all need to dig deep and, and go inside and do that self work and self love.
1: Totally could not agree more.
0: So back to Carly Cosmos, what are your plans for Carly Cosmos in your creative career over the next five years, say?
1: Ooh, I love this question. Because I feel like when you say things out loud, it kind of like solidifies them. Yes,
0: manifestation. (laughs)
1: Yes, (laughs) let's manifest. I would love to partner with brands that share the same values as me aim to create kind of like impactful, joyous, and authentic content for social media and beyond social media. I really love conceptualizing and developing a vision for creative projects. So I'm hoping that there are more creative leadership roles for me in the future, being able to create content I'm proud of to be paid for it also, Mm -hmm. to perform and inspire others. That's really my main goal, inspire others to feel fulfilled by what I'm creating and sharing that with the world.
0: Yeah, it's an incredible feeling creating something and having impact on another human being with what you've mm-hmm. created. It's phenomenal. And to inspire others is so amazing. Yes, totally. Carly, to date, what would you say is your biggest high or your greatest win? Oh,
1: wow. Honestly, last year when everything came crashing down, I feel like I was awarded that opportunity to start again, to awaken, to understand that there's so much more to life than than I was living and that courage to move forward, it's been truly a blessing to me. But besides that, I'm honored that my photos hit over, <laughs> yeah, beyond the uh, self stuff, whatever. I had my photos hit over 40 million views on a self Holy photo website called shit. Texel. Yes. And That's it's featured incredible. on, I think, Yahoo, India Times, a few other awesome websites. So it makes me happy to know that others are enjoying the content that I've loved producing for the world.
0: Congratulations. That's phenomenal. Thank you. you. Be very, really excited thanks so much. What do you think your unique skill set or superpower is that's helped you become successful?
1: Mm, My unique and distinct creativity, for sure. My endless curiosity and unstoppable tenacity and optimism. (laughs) I think all those things are wrapped up.
0: (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Speaking of success, how do you define success? Mm. What does that word mean to you?
1: That word, I would say by how fulfilled I am at the end of the day. And to feel fulfilled, I believe you must always continue to learn and grow. And so as long as I'm doing that, I'm looking inwards, I'm learning more about me, the world around me and things I love, then I am successful.
0: Beautiful. What makes you feel inspired or like your best self?
1: Taking photos, of course. I feel (laughs) so alive taking photos. You know, I feel like I'm in a peak state, like unleashing my creative juices, allowing myself to do anything without judgment. It's like I just feel like my best self. I just feel like I've gotten a massage after. I'm like, woo, ready to go. You know,
0: it's, it's so
1: refreshing.
0: <laughs> awesome. What would you say is one of the best pieces of, adv- of advice you've ever received?
1: Ooh, great question. I think simple advice that has changed my life would be that all we have is now. I've been reading a lot of Eckhart Tolle, who's a uh-huh. um, modern spiritual teacher. Yeah, who teaches about awakening to a like, purpose of like presence. And so that realization that everything... Outside of right now, is technically an illusion and truly that all we ever have is right now in this moment. It just made me realize the importance of living in moments fully, embracing new experiences as they come, especially with everything that's kind of transpired over the past few years.
0: Beautiful. I love your outlook and your attitude. It's phenomenal.
1: Thank you. That is inspiring. It's a process.
0: (laughs) That is inspiring. (laughs) What would you say is one of your favorite quotes?
1: Okay, so I just finished up Tony Robbins' four-day virtual seminar, which is great, 16-hour days, but worth it. And I learned this quote that I love. The quality of my life is directly impacted by the quality of my emotions. I love this because it's such a great reminder that we don't all see life the same. We're all just seeing our interpretation of life and curating reality based on our experiences and limitations. So we have the ability to change our mindset and see these obstacles as opportunities you know, bad experiences as lessons, and shift into more of a positive and joyous state free from fear, shame, and old toxic habits and patterns, which I've dealt with. So it really resonated with me.
0: That's also all about mindset shift, because we can get dragged into all of that and let us let it drag us down and change. I mean, it's, it's hard to have that mindset mindset shift and realize all that stuff.
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely.
0: What does the word empowerment mean to you?
1: For me, empowerment is all about choice. You always have a choice to make your own decisions on how you feel about things, how you want to move forward and what you want to leave behind. I think empowerment means having that power over your own life where you are in control. I think it also means like giving others that voice like you're doing and to support and pursue their dreams and to become stronger and more confident and just take control of your life. That's empowerment.
0: I love it what would you say is one of the most important things you've learned in your life? And what was your life like before learning it? What was your life like after learning it?
1: So it's a a new thing. So
0: um,
1: learning that I have to radically be on my own side, because if I'm not, who will be? (laughs) I was so (laughs) focused before on just giving all the time. Like I didn't take the time to build my own reserves and was essentially trying to give to others from my empty cup. So yeah, I just discovered this. So I'll let you know how it goes. (laughs) But
0: before this,
1: (laughs) I was constantly drained and I never felt like I had enough and I ignored my own voice that needed to be heard and needed to rest. So I'm thankful that I've learned this for sure.
0: What led to that realization for you?
1: Working with an amazing leadership coach has taught me that I really put everyone's needs and opinions before my own. And I let myself deplete, like I'll have headaches I'll forget to eat. I won't be able to work out because I'm just doing all of these things that aren't making me happy, but I know they're making others happy, but it's just not healthy and definitely not sustainable.
0: For sure. Because you will burn out. Like you said, pouring from an empty cup is not sustainable. Definitely. Okay. We're going to jump into a little rapid fire section here. So next group of questions will just be one, two, three, four word answer, four word type answers. Okay.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay. Perfect.
0: How would you describe yourself in one word? Pink. <laughs> money or fame?
1: My ego says fame.
0: Early bird or night owl?
1: Early bird for sure.
0: If you were writing your autobiography, what would the title be?
1: Cosmos with a K. <laughs> of
0: course, what else? <laughs> Aside from necessities, what's one thing you could not go without?
1: My cats.
0: What's the first thing you think when I say the word future? Abundance. What's one thing you want but cannot buy with money? inner peace. If you could teach the world one thing, what would it be?
1: All we have is now.
0: If you could change one thing about the world, what would it be?
1: Climate change.
0: What is your favorite stress reducing activity?
1: Running for sure.
0: If you had a theme song that played every time you walked into a room, what song would that be?
1: (laughs) Raising Hell by Kesha.
0: (laughs) All right. That concludes our rapid fire section. Now back to our regularly (laughs) scheduled program. (laughs)
1: i love that you put that in the middle
0: (laughs) (laughs) what is the most recent investment you've made in yourself
1: definitely that tony robbins unleashed the power within four-day seminar 16 hours on zoom for four days straight but i was so captivated i didn't experience any zoom fatigue i had a lot of breakthroughs during it you know discovering my needs my values my limiting beliefs and such as like, I'm not smart because I didn't finish university. I don't deserve to be free from OCD because it's been a part of my whole life, you know, like breaking through those super empowering and very exciting. that's
0: intense four 16 so intense. hour days in a row holy shit
1: and you're jumping up and down you're screaming you're breaking pieces of wood it was like <laughs> it was wild at first i was like what is going on and then by the end i was like like so i was feeling it i was like
0: this the is the shit. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> who in your life has had the biggest impact on you and why
1: My mom, for sure. Super strong woman, willing to do anything for anyone. Brings joy into every day and every situation, no matter what. She's really supportive, too. So whenever I need to feel, like, hyped up, I just picture her, like, screaming from the sidelines during my high school soccer games. And that usually Mm -hmm. gets me there.
0: (laughs) All right. If you could sit down and have a one-hour conversation with anyone in the world, alive or dead, who would it be and why?
1: That is so tough. I think, honestly oprah because she's had so many incredible guests on her show she's also a fascinating woman uh-huh. so i think i'd love to gain the wisdom she's learned from everyone as well as from her because she's fascinating
0: for sure Yeah, that's funny someone else a few people have said oprah and that's one thing i said is that yes, yeah, sitting down with oprah you would gain all that wisdom that she's gained from all the guests she's <laughs> yeah. had on her show plus the wisdom that she holds so yeah
1: She'd exactly a very, it's like a hack.
0: Very, yeah she'd be a very very interesting person to sit down with for sure carly what's your personal motto
1: um i think my personal motto is in a world full of bagels be a pink donut with extra sprinkles <laughs> so this <laughs> is all about finding the magic and you know every single day conveying like visual optimism that gets me excited and reinforcing that your uniqueness should always be celebrated
0: I love it in a world full of me.
1: <laughs>
0: that's awesome. Thanks. You just brought a huge smile to my face. I was smiling ear to ear. That's so awesome. <laughs> oh, that's
1: what it's all about. <laughs> if
0: you could set up a billboard anywhere, where would you put it and what would it say?
1: Well, now I'm thinking I should put the mantra on the, the billboard if, if it's, you know, causing people to be happy about that. But my other one is I used to walk by this piece of graffiti on the back of a Toronto billboard all the time. And it said to love all, and I passed by it every day for a year. It was taken down, but I always just loved the sentiment. I just loved that someone graffitied, like really not like nicely at all. and just said to love all. And I was like, I really like that. And I'd put it right back where it was. So I could walk by it every day and remember that because we yeah. are all one. It's nice. Yeah.
0: For sure. When you make a mistake, Carly, how do you move on?
1: After beating myself up, no, but in an ideal world, (laughs) I would journal about it, you know, get all the negative self-talk out on the page, you know, just blurt it out. And then you just have to accept it because accepting, like not accepting what is and resisting is just, you can't move forward. So you have to be able to accept that and move on. It's honestly a daily practice for me at least.
0: Very wise words and advice for sure. If you could go back and give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that piece of advice be?
1: Oh, I would tell my younger self to be nice to yourself. Uh-huh. <laughs> Always, you know, practice gratitude, be thankful for what you have, and stop being so in your head about your self-worth. And stop comparing yourself to others and celebrate your own wind, you know, choosing courage over comfort, doing what you want to do, trusting yourself. This is a lot of advice, (laughs) a lot of points, but that that really is a hard
0: one though. Again, it goes back to self-worth and self-love and doing the work and overcoming that, those self-limiting beliefs And this, you know, it's, it's not easy. It's such a hard, hard battle to fight. But once you do fight that battle and realize your whole world fucking opens right up and everything changes. It is such a phenomenal thing. And you're right. This is a lifelong mission for sure. So
1: true. And I feel like you do have to go through those challenges and experiences. So yeah. if, if my younger self didn't have to deal with these things, I feel like I would not be as strong as I am and as like awake as I am now. So I am glad that these things happen. So I guess I wouldn't give any advice to myself. Maybe just like floss your teeth more or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> carry on
0: <laughs> you you are the Carly you are today because of that though right
1: yes exactly exactly
0: lastly Carly if you were to deliver your last 30 second speech to the world what would that last 30 second sound like
1: right are you gonna time me okay, no do it doesn't have you. to
0: be exactly no it can be <laughs> less it can be more it's okay
1: okay I think it would go something like You have the tools within you to do whatever you want, to be whoever you want and to live a life that's up to you. You always have a choice, whether that's to remove the toxic energy from your life, to accept those challenges and obstacles as gifts. It's all about your mindset. And when you're thinking you're not worth it, why not you? You always have been and always will be worthy of love, care, appreciation, and to live your best life.
0: That's it. Beautiful. I love it. Carly, thank you so much for taking the time to be here today and take me on your personal journey with you and share your story. And you are a true inspiration. Your attitude and and your outlook is so inspiring and so contagious. I love it. So just keep doing <laughs> wow. what you're doing and carrying on with it. It's it's amazing to see, and I'm sure you will go very far and see amazing places and do amazing things. So. Thank you. I really appreciate you taking the time and I appreciate you being part of the Empowerography community. It's a a pleasure and an honor to have you here.
1: Thank you. It's my pleasure and such an honor to be here. I could talk all day. I really appreciate you (laughs) taking the time to develop this platform to empower women and amplify our voices. So thank you so much for having me.
0: Honestly, the honor and the pleasure is all mine because without amazing, inspiring women like yourself, this platform doesn't even exist so thank you
1: amazing thanks so much brad
0: once again my name is brad walsh host of your empowerography podcast today my guest has been carly saggy aka carly cosmos she is an actor photographer social media aficionado and dabbler in everything creative thank you so much carly i hope you have an amazing rest of the day
1: thank you you too